Costello, Costello, come over here. Look at you. Look at yourself. You're all, you're all covered with dust. Huh? You're all covered with dust. Where did you get so dirty? I was over at your house, Abbott. I've been helping your wife do her spring cleaning. My house isn't that dirty. Oh, no. When I got through cleaning, we found four new rooms. <laughs> hey, Abbott, I nearly got... No, Abbott, hey, Abbott. Hey, Abbott, and I nearly got arrested, too. And uh, no, I nearly got arrested. How come? I ran out on the porch to shake the dust mop, and a woman across the street called the cops. Why? She thought I was choking your wife. I... <laughs> oh, talk sense. You know you ought to have a house of your own and settle down. Find some nice girl. Why is it you don't ever seem to get along with girls, Lou? Abbott, when it comes to girls, I really got a late start in life. You see, my parents were very strict. You mean they wouldn't let you go out with the opposite sex? They wouldn't even tell me which was the opposite sex. <laughs> Only this morning, my father told me never to go out with girls. Uh, where's your father now? Out with girls? Uh... But since I'm out here in Hollywood, Abbott, I found out about girls. I've rubbed shoulders with Lana Turner, I rubbed shoulders with Hedy Lamar, and I rubbed shoulders with Fatty Gravel. And what did you find out? They all wear shoulder pads. I... <laughs> but I don't worry about girls. I'd rather have my canary. Uh, oh. She's so smart. But, what do you mean, so smart? What's so smart about a canary? Can you take a bath in a saucer? I... <laughs> Talk sense. How about uh, Marilyn Maxwell? Don't, don't you date her anymore? I called Marilyn yesterday to go nightclubbing with me, but she wouldn't go. Well, so what? There are other fish in the sea. Yeah, but how would I look dancing at the Macambo with a mackerel? I... <laughs> Costello, you're the dumbest man I ever met. You're a baby baboon. Well? Did you hear me? Yes, Daddy. Uh, <laughs> listen to me, you nitwit. Tomorrow's Marilyn Maxwell's birthday. Now, if you want to make a big hit with her, why don't you buy her a nice present? Well, I only got a few dollars, Abbott. I can't buy her nothing expensive. Oh, have no fear, Costello, but Abbott's your pal. <laughs> He'll help you. You know me. Yes. I'll show you how to make some money fast. We'll invest your money in the stock market. Now, you know my brother has a seat on the curb. Yes, I know. Isn't he afraid he'll catch cold sitting there with his feet dangling in the gutter? No, 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 you dummy. When I say he has a seat on the curb, I don't mean he sits on the curb. I mean his seat is on the curb. No matter how you look at it, Abbott, he's a loafer. No, no, he... <laughs> he's not a loafer. He's a broker. He ain't any broker than I am. <laughs> he's not broke. He's a broker. A broker is a trader. Your brother's a trader? Uh, certainly. He's one of the biggest traders in the country. Bigger than Benedict Arnold? I... <laughs> Costello, Benedict Arnold was a traitor. My brother is a traitor. He goes into the market and sells short. He sells shorts? Oh, you mean he's an underwear trader? No, no, no. no. no my... Now, my brother sells short in the market. He's a bear. A man that sells his stock short in the market is a bear. Any man that will sell his shorts in the market deserves to be bear. Oh, Costello, there are two kinds of traders in the market. There are bears and bulls. Now, they got bears and bulls in the market? That's right. No wonder the meat I've been getting is so tough. No, no, you... <laughs> you idiot, I'm not talking about a meat market. I'm talking about a stock market. The traders are called bears and bulls. The bulls are short and the... I mean, the bears are short and the bulls are long. And they're always fighting each other. And that's what makes the market go up and down. They got long bulls fighting short bears and the market is going up and down? Well, certainly. No wonder the joint is jumping. <laughs> hey, Abbott, have, have you ever been mixed up with them bulls? Why? You sound like you had a couple of snorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dummy, I'm only trying to explain to you that my brother is a broker and he has a seat on the curb. Did he always have a seat on the curb? No, he used to have a seat on the exchange, but the bottom dropped out of his shares. <laughs> the bottom dropped out of his shares? Yes. 
Well, if he's too cheap to get new bottoms for his chairs, let him sit on a curb. Oh, no, 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 no. He's doing all right. He made a fine investment. He just bought some gilt-edge debentures. Then why don't he get up off the curb and sit on a debenture? No, <laughs> shut up and listen to me. My brother is a broker. He takes people's money and invests it. He puts it in something. What does he put it in? Well, sometimes he puts it in oil. He puts money in oil? Certainly. Oil is a solid investment. Oh, I see. He puts it in solid oil. <laughs> then I suppose he pours vinegar on it and eats it. Now, there's a pretty picture for you. A bowl of crispy 10s and 20s with mayonnaise on a side. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, simpleton. You, you can't make a salad of money. Money is legal tender. No wonder it's tender. Your brother keeps digging it and deepening it in oil. No. <laughs> he does not dip it in the oil. He invests it. Here, I'll give you an example. Suppose you want some steel stocks or copper stocks, or you want to get into American cans. That did it, Abbott. This time you've gone too far. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I didn't say nothing when you told me your brother sits on a curb in his shorts. I didn't call the FBI when you told me that he was a traitor. And I didn't squeal to the Humane Society when you said he chases long bulls and short bears around in the market. But when you have the nerve to tell me to steal stock so that a copper can throw me in the can, you have not only blackened my good name and impute upon me, but you have cast a smog over the United Nations Conference. <laughs> and that's not good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Heartaches, heartaches, I love you, but only heartaches. Your kiss was such a sacred thing to me. I can't believe it's just a burning memory. Heartaches, heartaches. What does it matter how my heart breaks? I should be happy with someone new, but my heart aches for you. Does it matter how my 
heartbreak I should be happy with someone new But my heart aches for you something nice for a birthday. Now, why don't you get her a nice mink coat like uh, Mrs. Wetwash wears? Now, that's an Eastern uh, mink with uh, fur five inches long. It looks more like a Western skunk with five o'clock shadow. <laughs> but you, you should give uh, Marilyn something expensive. She never, she never forgets you. You're right, Abbott. Last year, she gave me a lovely present, a Japanese Harry Carey sword with a complete set of instructions. Uh, <laughs> you talk sense. If you invest those few dollars on the stock market, you can make enough money to buy her a mink coat, Lou. Mr. Abbott. Oh, I see you're going back in vaudeville. Uh, Mrs. Wetwash, I am not going back in vaudeville. Then what are you doing with that train seal? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pardon me. It's Costello. Now, just a second, Mrs. Wetwash. I don't look like a train seal. Maybe not, but I'm thankful I'm not a herring. (laughs) You ain't half as thankful as the herrings are. (laughs) Cut that out, Costello. Uh, Mrs. Wetwash, Costello wants to make some money quick. Now, your late husband made a lot of money. Could you tell us how he did it? Well, my husband was a powerful man. He was a magnet. He must have had a powerful magnet to pick up a load of scrap iron like you. (laughs) Why, you cut-rate Sidney Greenstreet. (laughs) Mr. Abbott. Why does Costello need all this money? Well, uh, it's uh, Marilyn Maxwell's birthday, and Costello wants to buy her a mink coat. A mink coat for Maxwell? Huh? What do you see in Marilyn Maxwell? Why? Take away her blonde hair and her good looks, and what have you got? I don't know, but you can deliver it to my house tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh. oh! You're at the hospital! Goodbye! Well, Costello, that settles it. We're going to the broker's office and invest your money. Come on. Well, here's the broker's office, Costello. Let's go and invest your money. Then you can buy Marilyn that mink coat. Abbott, I think it's better if I buy her one of them machines and let her whip up her own mink coat. Now, wait a minute. What kind of a machine whips up a mink coat? Ain't you never heard of a minx master? Mink... (laughs) Uh, Never mind that. Come on, let's go in. Hiya, fellas. Well, Skinny Ennis, what are you doing? Buying some stock? Yep. I got all my money invested in the the Doodock Company. They make zippers. Zippers? (laughs) Sure. Ain't you never heard of zippity doodah? Get out of here. How do you do, suckers? I I mean, gentlemen. uh, I'm a stockbroker. What can I do for you? Well, my friend Costello here would like to invest in a quick-moving stock. Okay, then grab this kitchen chair and this whip and follow me. Why do I need the kitchen chair and the whip? I'm going to take you in the back room and show you some of our wildcat stock. (laughs) You can sell short and be a bear or buy long and be a bull now. What would you like? I'll take a short bear with a bull of pretzels. (laughs) And see what those wild cats in the back room will have. Tell the man what stock he'll want. Look, mister, give me 50 shares of Walter Winchell and 40 shares of Hedda Hopper. Walter Winchell and Hedda Hopper? What kind of stock is that? American tell and tell. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard the last joke that Luella Parsons will ever write for this show. (laughs) Costello... Costello, I'll give you a good tip. Get in on Hiawatha Canoe. Mister, when I get in a canoe, I don't need any tip from you. I can tip myself and get a quicker turnover, too. Look, uh, talk By sense. myself. Look, Costello, uh, do as the man says. All right. 
Here, give me ten shares of Hiawatha Canoe stock. Attention, latest stock quotations. Hiawatha Canoes, 51. Hiawatha Canoes, 63. Hiawatha Canoes, 81. Hey, Costello, what? you hear that? Your stock has gone up 26 points already. Hooray, I'm rich. Come on, let's go to the first store. I'm going to buy Maryland the best mink coat in town. Well, Costello, they've certainly got plenty of fur coats in this store. Hold oh, on, yes. we'll, uh, let's ask the lady where the mink uh, coats are. Uh, pardon me, miss. Well, <laughs> if it isn't Mr. Orbit and Mr. Costello, you fought, little man, you. <laughs> well, miss, what are you doing? What are you doing here at the furriers? Oh, I'm putting my new silver Fuchs coat in storage. Storage? Storage? storage. Oh, Abbott, you know what storage is. That's where you fill the pockets of your coot with mooth bulls and hang it in the closet. <laughs> well, I must be joshing off. As we say in Russian, a panya via kalyapinya can pushka to you. And a pan of veal scalapini and a push to you, too. Costello, <laughs> hey, I think this chap is a for you. Uh, pardon me, sir. Are yes. you the salesman? Yes, as Mrs. Nussbaum said to Fred Allen, you were expecting maybe Lauren Bago. <laughs> Listen, I want to buy a fur coat, and I don't care what it costs. What have you got for about $65? $65? Well, here's a lovely little number made from the fur of an animal called the Whipsonuff. What is a Whipsonuff? A Whipsonuff is an animal that lives on onions and garlic. And believe me, one whips enough. <laughs> hey, look, Mr. Costello wants to buy a mink coat for Marilyn Maxwell. Well, as Mr. Anthony said to young Widow Brown, you have a problem. <laughs> now, here is a lovely mink coat for $3,500. All right, well, that's all right. Come on, Costello, buy the coat and have it sent over to Marilyn Maxwell's house. We've got to get back to the broker's office and see how your stock is doing. Fine, I'll deliver it to Miss Maxwell. That'll be $3,500. Okay, Here's my check. And as Lady Godiva said to her horse, I'm putting everything I've got on you. <laughs> Come on, Costello. The broker's office closes in ten minutes, you know. Hey, look, Costello. Hey, what? they're marking up the quotations on Hiawatha Canoe Stock. Hiawatha Canoe, 95. Quick, Abbott. I gotta mark down my profits. Give me a pencil. Hiawatha Canoe, 63. Give me another pencil. Hiawatha Canoe, 21. Another pencil. Hiawatha Canoe, nine and a half. Pencil. Hiawatha Canoe, wiped out. Pencil. Pencils. Pencils. Anybody want to buy any pencils? Pencils Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I love you for sentimental reasons. I hope you do believe me I'll give you my heart I love you And you alone were meant for me Please give your loving heart to me 
and say we'll never part. I think of you every morning, dream of you every night. Darling, I'm never lonely. Whenever you're inside, I love you for sentimental reasons. I hope you do believe me. I've given you my heart. I hope you do believe me. I've given you my heart. I love you. And I've given you my Well, Costello, you did it again. You lost all your money in the stock market. You're penniless. You're poverty-stricken. Why, when you walk down the street, everybody will say, there goes that tramp Costello. Abbott, some people will say, there goes that tramp Costello, but my friends won't say that. No. Well, what will your friends say? There goes Mr. Costello, the tramp. Yeah. <laughs> you, you idiot, you know nothing about handling money. Abbott, when it comes to handling money, nobody can hold a candle to me. Why not? It burns. Uh. <laughs> This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, Costello. Look, hey, here comes Marilyn Maxwell, and she's wearing the coat. Remember, you've got to get it away from her some way and return it to the store, you'll go to jail. Oh, there you are, Louis, my darling. How can I ever thank you for this beautiful mink coat? It's the nicest present I ever got. Marilyn, it ain't good enough for you. I'm going to take it back and get something better. Louis, what could be better than mink? Box of candy? <laughs> Costello, if you don't get that coat, you'll get ten years in jail. Louis, honey, I know it's your birthday next month, so what do you want me to bring you? A cake with a file in it. <laughs> oh, Louis, you're so romantic. It's such a gorgeous night. Just look at that lovely moon and those bright stars. Yeah, a guy is nuts not to be out catching eels on a night like this. <laughs> well, thanks for the coat, Louis. I'm going home now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, yeah, now you've done it, you idiot. You've got to return that coat. You have to break into her house and steal it. Abbott, my uncle broke into a girl's house and stole back a diamond ring he gave her. Now, what, which uncle was that? Uncle 914758. <laughs> yes, but the trick is to break in without getting caught. Now, here's what we'll do. Merle Maxwell is crazy about Von Monroe singing. Uh, you call her on the phone. Make believe you're Von Monroe and invite her here to the studio. And while she's out of the house, you break in and steal a coat. Abbott. Merlin likes Al Jolson singing, too. Why don't we let Larry Parks call up? Let him get the coat. Oh, get on the phone, you idiot, and try to sound like Von Monroe. Okay. Oh, I'll sound like Von Monroe. Where do I tighten the muscles on my tonsils? Hello? Racing with the moon. Hello? Who is this? Racing with the moon. Who is this? It's Vaughn. Vaughn? Oh, 
you mean Von Johnson. <laughs> now, now, listen. Racing with the moon. Oh, it's Von Monroe. In poison. <laughs> oh, Mr. Monroe, it's so nice of you to call. Merlin, I'm down here at the studio. How would you like to come down and sing a duet with me on my program? Oh, I'd love it. I'll be right down, and I'll wear my new mink coat. It's a Lulu. Racing, and don't bring Lulu. <laughs> what? What? Well, you see, my program is informal, so you better leave your mink coat at home. Well, all right, Mr. Monroe, if you say so. I'll be right over. Goodbye. She fell for it, Abbott. Good. Now we'll go over to Marilyn's house and sneak in the window. Then you get the mink coat. Abbott, I'm sorry I didn't give that coat to Mrs. Wetwash. Why? Her windows are easier to open. Never mind that. <laughs> What? Now, that's Marilyn's window up there. Yeah. Get a ladder. Place it against the house, and I'll climb up and open the window for you. Okay. Here's the ladder. Start climbing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Abbott. That's no ladder. It's a Venetian blind. <laughs> Lucky, Maron. Uh, hey, wait a minute. There's the far coat on that chair. The yeah. window's open. Reach in and grab it. Okay. Okay, Abbott. Well, well, burglars, eh? Come along with me. I'm taking you to jail. Oh, look, officer. We're Abbott and Costello. Now, if you'll forget about this little incident, I'll give you two tickets to our next broadcast. What oh, oh, threatening an officer, eh? <laughs> Get in the squad car of the both of you. Calling all cars. Attention all cars. Attention all cars. That's the police radio. Calling car 18. Attention car 18. You are now car 19. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Order in the court. Costello, you are charged with stealing a mink coat. What have you got to say? Your Honor, I can explain the whole thing. I'm in a jam because of marmalading circumstances. Therefore, it becomes necessary to interrogate the corpus delecti and taking into consideration irium lanolin and jabberandy. It is insidious, immaterial, and irrelevant. How can you say that? It's easy when you don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Costello, you keep quiet. It's enough of this. Costello, I sentence you to five years and hard labor. You mean breaking rocks at Alcatraz? No, real hard labor. Finding apartments for California veterans. <laughs> come on, Costello. Let's get back to uh, NBC Studios and explain the whole thing to Marilyn. Oh, Abbott. Did she... Oh, Abbott, I'm ashamed to face Marilyn. You should be ashamed gambling your money in the stock market when you know absolutely nothing about it. Giving a check for, for $3,500 when you have no money in the bank. And then stooping so low as to steal the coat back. Do you realize the humiliation that you have caused me? My partner, why do you do these things to me? Oh, I'm a bad boy. <laughs> I wouldn't blame Merlin if she never spoke to me again. Oh, Louis, Louis, the most exciting thing has happened to me. I just had a date with Von Monroe. He's so sweet, and he's interested in my singing, and he's going to be my manager. Abbott, you did this? Merlin, why don't you let me be your manager? Ah, oh, Costello, you know nothing about girl singers and, uh, and what it takes to make a girl uh, successful? I do, too. First, a girl has got to have a good voice. And? Well, it helps if she's pretty. And? And it don't hurt nothing if her father is president. <laughs> Oh, Louis. Louis, 
I don't want to hurt your feelings, but Vaughn said it was wrong for me to accept that mink coat from you, so you'll have to take it back. Vaughn said so. Well, Costello, aren't you going to say something? Racing with the moon. And now back to Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. Well, Costello, it looks like uh, Vaughn Monroe has cut you out with Marilyn Maxwell. Well, what are you going to do for a date tonight? Give me that phone. I can get plenty of girls. I'll get a date. Hello, let me talk to Jane Russell. Yes, I'm a very, very dear, close friend of hers. Who are you? Uh Uh-oh, her husband? Bob Waterfield, the football player? Oh, just tell her that Bob Hope called. No. (laughs) Come on, Costello. Good night, folks. Good night. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 